The jury in the trial of Lauren Dickerson has now retired to consider a verdict after hearing the judges summing up today. Both the defence and the prosecution gave their closing arguments on Friday. 43-year-old Lauren Dickerson denies murdering her three daughters in Timaru. She has pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity or infanticide. Now, remember, the details of this trial are quite harrowing, so please be cautious about listening to this content. Stuff's Martin Van Bainen is covering the trial. Hi, Martin. Hi there. What are the significant points the judge has highlighted for the jury today? He went through the, the main elements of each offence, and very helpfully gave the jury a handout which went through in quite some detail about exactly what infanticide was, what murder was, what the defence of insanity entails. So the jury must follow the the judge on the law. So he emphasised the usual things about reasonable doubt, the Crown's responsibilities, and of course he was focused on the onus of of proof with the insanity defence, which in this case lies on the defence. They have to show on the balance of probabilities that Lauren Dickinson was suffering from insanity when she killed the children. The onus is on them. The standard of proof is our balance of probabilities. Martin, the jury, of course, has heard you know, contrasting opinions from a range of different experts. What, if any, guidance did the judge give as to how they should reconcile those differences? In terms of the expert, he reminded the jury that, that, that it wasn't a trial by expert, that they should take the expert's views into account, but the decision was theirs. He was very strong on that, and I think that's there's a temptation to see this, this trial as a competition between three experts for the defence and two experts for the Crown, but the judge was at page to point out that the final decision is theirs, all that the experts were, were giving was opinion evidence. And then he went through, as part of his summing up, and as he was obliged to, he went through each of the experts' opinions and highlighted the main points of each. The jury's now gone out. They'll discuss what they've heard, but there's no set time for them to return a verdict, is there? It's just going to be a matter of waiting. They have no set time. They can take as long as they like, although at once, at some stage, if they're not making any progress, the judge will have a chat with them and see whether they are likely to reach a verdict. The potential for a hung jury is is definitely here. It's one of those crimes that is open to some very strong opinions, and it may be that the jury won't be able to agree on a verdict. But just on the verdicts, so that there are four different verdicts the jury could arrive at, and it's important to be clear about that. So the first one is guilty of murder. The second one is not guilty of murder, but guilty of infanticide. So infanticide is, just to remind listeners, infanticide is where a woman kills her child under a imbalance of the mind, which can be connected to childbirth. So the second, second verdict, again, not guilty of murder, but, but guilty of infanticide. Third possible verdict is an act of murder was proven, but uh, Lauren Dickinson was not criminally responsible because because it was an infanticide. And then the fourth fourth option is the act of infanticide is proven. In other words, the, the jury agrees that the that Lauren Dickinson's state of mind was connected to childbirth or pregnancy, and that causes her not to be fully culpable. So they can find the act of infanticide is proven, 
but that she is not criminally responsible because of insanity. Martin Van Bainen, thank you very much for your time. And thanks for listening to this episode of Newsable. I'm Imogen Wells. And I'm Emile Donovan. The details of this trial are extremely distressing, so if you or someone you know needs to chat, there are links and phone numbers on the Stuff website.